to In Your Business with Dr. Alex, where we get all up in your business and your health. And today I have an amazing guest, Angel, and she is just a badass woman that I can't wait for you all to meet in the business world, let me tell you. So if you are watching, we're streaming to a couple different platforms today. So we've got YouTube, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, and Twitter over this way. And everything's going to be uploaded as a podcast later on. So definitely you can check out anything later. But as you're tuning in, definitely say hi. We'd love to give you a shout out. Let us know if you're watching this live or on the replay. And this is very interactive. So any questions that come up, feel free to drop them in the chat. And I'm going to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Eric McKee. He's a realtor out here in Northeast Ohio. We thank him so much for being a sponsor for this show. I'm going to put his info up. Awesome. So definitely reach out to him if you have any moving or real team needs in Northeast Ohio. And I am going to bring up our beautiful guest here, Miss Angel. Ready? Three, two, one. Here she comes. <laughs> hey, hey. Hi, Angel. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. And like I said, anybody has any questions, feel free to drop them in the chat or just say hi so that we can give you a little shout out and say hello. It's almost Christmas time, girl. Oh, my goodness. So where are you come where are you joining us from? I'm in sunny Southern California. Oh my goodness. And I'm in Ohio and there's a terrible snowstorm today. And like I was telling you, like I'm praying that the power does not go out because it's crazy outside right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I see Miss Stephanie Smith. Hello, Miss Stephanie. Yes. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you for joining us. Like I said, any questions, feel free to drop them in the chat. So Miss Angel. Tell us all about you. I told you, I don't like to really do intros because I love for the guests to share what they want about themselves. So definitely give us a little bit about you. Okay, so I am a national risk and claims professional. I have a master's in executive leadership. I am an entrepreneur. I own Beauty and Beast in Business, which actually started out as a sole proprietorship as just a way for me to get some gals together as we were doing some mentoring and mm -hmm. quickly kind of accumulated a 
amazing community which transitioned into Beauty and Beast in Business, where we provide events. Um, we do it for women as a career development, as a self-love and self-health, as well as having a safe space to really talk about things like menopause, talk about caring for our elderly parents as we're going through work, talk about mm -hmm. a lot of things that we don't talk about in the business world. Mm -hmm. And my second market is also within the insurance and risk, which is co-ed and we give continuing education as well as career development. Um, so that's kind of a highlight. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. And so how long have you been with Beauty and Beast in business? How long has that been going on for? So altogether, it's been five years. When I was a sole proprietor, um, it was my tagline on all my t-shirts. And mm. then about a year and a half, two years ago, it transitioned into an LLC as the name of the business. Oh, I love that. And so you spoke a little bit about how you're creating um, events and um, thing, meetings for women. And you kind of talked about the self-love and the help and, you know, dealing with aging parents. And those are like all the mom issues, right? All the issues that we face as women, as we get up in our careers, but then we still have a life, right? That's still happening <laughs> right along with it. And what have you found have been like some really standout um, results or feedback that you've got from some of your meetings that you've had or some of the events that you've put together for this? I get a lot of feedback and one is gratitude for a safe space, um, mm -hmm. a feeling like they can actually show up as themselves versus showing up as what the business world expects of them. Mm -hmm. um, talking about topics that we don't talk about, but are affecting a great number of women. Um, mm -hmm. Those of us who may be between, let's say, 35 and I'm going to say 50, we may be in a spot where we're raising children as well as caring for elderly. So you have a, a double, you know, a, a double sided um, commitment in your family while you're still trying to work. Some women have actually had to take themselves out of a work element um, and work remote from home in order to be able to take care of so many of these things. Um, and that causes stress on our body. That causes an emotional loneliness. I think that nobody talks about. Mm. And within that, we also talk about relationships, safety. Um, when COVID was going on, everything was shut down. We've seen an increase of spousal abuse, of emotional abuse. And that increased on women as all of the stress was coming through. And because people were at home, it was easier to hide. And mm -hmm. there was no place for people to turn. So having some virtual coffee and chats, having mm -hmm. what I say an open door policy virtually where people can call me, email me, text me, message me on LinkedIn. Um, we had women who were able to contact me and say, I, I need to remove myself, safely remove myself from, you know, this uh, relationship. So there was, there's a lot of things that go on when we talk about women in business. And it's not an open forum, because I think there's so many times where there is, I'm going to say judgment, right? Judgment mm -hmm. of, well, they're older women, they should know better, or they, they're educated or they're experienced. And so for me, it's very important not to put judgment on anybody, women mm -hmm. or men, right? It's 
it's not about putting judgment. It's about taking a look at what are their needs. And if I can't help them, do I have resources mm -hmm. that I can refer them out to? Because the whole goal is how do we make people in general, but especially women, uh, for me, that is my purpose and my passion is how do we make them safe? How do we help them empower themselves? Not, not feel like we're coming in as saviors, but actually mm -hmm. just providing them the support and the resources they need so that they can be financially empowered. They know how to take care of their money. They know how to uh, remove themselves out of a bad situation. They understand how to mm. raise, um, either raise their kids or help their parents and know that there's resources out there that can help them with that. And so that's a lot of what comes out of some of our safe space discussions. Oh, I love that. And so much of that is so needed. And that's what I love about my show. And what I'm building with my show is, you know, we get in your business, like the the in your business part, like the stuff that people really don't want to talk about, but that is eating you up, that is really affecting your life and how you perform and your health and your relationships and all of that. And one of the things that you touched on was, you know, women, when we reach a certain age and we think, you know, we're educated and people think we have all of our shit together and like, you know, we're supposed to know it all. We're supposed to have all the answers and why are you having these problems? And, you know, one of the things that I really pride myself on is how I can take really like complex medical terms, situations, and really break them down into something that's easily digestible, easily understandable for many people to understand and consume and to relate to. And so, I think like health literacy is one of those big things where, you know, people think just because you might have money, just because you have a degree, just because you're at a certain place in your life that you understand things that might be happening with your body. Or, you know, if your relative gets sick with something, your mom, your dad, whatever the situation is like, you're just supposed to know because, oh, well, you know, you're a lawyer, you know, you're, you know, you own your own business, you own this and this, like there's these like preconceived things that we have about people. And what I found so much working over uh, two decades in healthcare is that, you know, some, sometimes it's those people that are very affluent, that are very up there, that seem like they have all their shit together. They know the least about their own body and what's happening and very, and things like that. So that's why I like where you're creating safe spaces to talk about that because I'm all about that too. That's why I, I bring to what I do is, you know, safe space to, to really voice your concerns. Like, I don't understand this. I don't understand this. And I don't understand how it's affecting me in this way, in this way, or even bringing light to that. So I love that that's so much of what you do with, <clears throat> with the events and things that you're putting together. <clears throat> Excuse me, caramba. I was so sick yesterday. Oh my goodness. I can even like barely get out of bed. I was like, I got to get up for Angel today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you feel better soon. Yeah, I think oh, it's the weather. You know, we're in flu season right now. Cold I season, know. flu season, all of those mm -hmm. yucky germs that are kind of going oh, around. No. And like I said, guys, any questions as we're going along, you can connect with Angel on LinkedIn. You can connect with me all over the place. I know, Angel, where else are you? You're all over, too, on social. Yeah. So, well, actually LinkedIn is uh, what I call home base. That's yeah. usually where I do a lot of my communications. Um, mm -hmm. I'm under, you know, beauty and beast in biz, as well mm -hmm. as we have a full page beauty and beast in business and then a website beauty mm -hmm. and beast in business.com. So mm -hmm. those are the three main places you can connect with me. 
Oh, I love that. And so like I connected with you on LinkedIn and like right before we were getting started, I, you know, shared one of your posts, like really stood out to me and really connected with me because I'm my, my, my nationality, my background is Puerto Rican. And so I was reading about your article and you, I know you specifically mentioned that you were a brown tattooed woman and, you know, some of the difficulties that you've had, you know, climbing, you know, the ladder, the ranks in your industry, or even carving out a new industry for yourself and the things that you're doing. And so that your article really just touched me and I related to it so much. And that's why I reached out and connected with you. Um, and I just love all your posts. They're very powerful and very feminine, you know, like, like I love all your posts. And so I was wondering if you could share a little bit, because I know your story will resonate with a lot of women. And if you can share a little bit about you know, that post and what you wrote about, like where you started, where the beginnings were and to where you are now. Sure. Um, I, I find that I don't know how to show up any other way than me Mm -hmm. um, being very transparent. And that is a learned, um, that's something I learned after I turned 40 to be Mm -hmm. completely honest. Mm -hmm. Prior to being 40, my whole idea of business was how do I fit in? How Mm -hmm. do I fit into the box or fit into the spot that everybody else says I'm supposed to so that I can reach that next level? And, um, you know, I started out later in life as a businesswoman because I had my first child a week before I turned 19. Um, Mm -hmm. And he had some medical needs. Uh, I took about, I'm going to say a semester in college and his medical needs were just too much for me to be able to balance it as well as, you know, I was just married. And so I stood home and raised my son. Um, when he turned three, I was 21. Um, I got pregnant with my second and at seven months pregnant, um, I got divorced. And Mm -hmm. So now I'm a single mom of two with both having medical issues. She was born uh, a little over two months early. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't until they were, I'm going to say kindergarten age, both of them in elementary school that I decided to um, go back to school. Now I was still working. I worked the night shift, which Mm -hmm. meant that my mom would come over. I would feed my babies dinner. I would bathe them. I would read them a story and get them into bed. And then I would head out to work. And Mm -hmm. I would work until about 5.30 in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning. I would come home. I would lay into bed until about 7.30 when the kids got up. And then I would get up and I would get them ready for school, do all of that, come home, try to take a little nap. And I worked that way until I was able to... um, put myself through school and get a better job. So when I was in my thirties, I got a job in a mail room in an insurance, Mm -hmm. in an insurance industry and had no idea what claims, what insurance and risk and all of this stuff was workers' compensation. I just knew I needed a job. Mm -hmm. Funny story was I was an art major. And so I was an art major thinking I'm going to create, you know, this beautiful artwork. I'm going to work at a museum. I end up in a job in business. Um, I do what I know how to do, which is work hard. And Mm -hmm. within about six months, they came in and was like, wow, hey, you know, you're doing an amazing job. So they put me on a desk. Mm -hmm. So three years later, 
I am a senior claims adjuster a year and a half after that. I am, excuse me, an operations manager um, helping a company create a program in the whole state of California. And a couple of years after that, now I'm a risk manager. And so all of that really came through on how hard I work, making sure I dedicated and making sure that every morning when I got up, my thought was, who am I going to help today? Hmm. Well, throughout that, it wasn't an easy, it sounds like it's easy. Oh, Angel, she just bounced two years, two years. Mm -hmm. No, it took a lot of 50, 60 hour work Mm -hmm. weeks. It took balancing, you know, that and my kids um, and lots of, you know, lots of hard work and a lot of no's. People who were like, no, you don't really fit in. No, we like Mm -hmm. you where you're at. Um, You know, a lot of, a lot of no's that I had to transition out of. And then it was, well, you only have a bachelor's degree. You got to get a master's. So in 14 months, I went and got a master's degree. I was, I was, you know, running a, a company for, you know, the state of California and, or sorry, in the state of California and raising my kids. And then they were like, oh, well, we still like you where you are. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, right now I kind of liken this to, 25, 30 years ago, people would not hire me because they said, oh, you're, you have no work experience. You, you were a mom. You only have a high school diploma. Now I have done so much and people go, hmm, well, you're overqualified. You might not really reach this, right? And an, a lot of underlying, I'm going to say, information that comes through in people's voices and body language is I don't fit the mold. Um, and again, a lot of that also becomes, I am very transparent. I am a Brown woman and that's what they see first. Mm -hmm. Um, I am very open and ethical. And if I'm going to put my name on something, it needs to be amazing. Mm -hmm. But I also show up in my tattoos. Um, so I may show up in a business suit, but if it gets hot, I'm not going to be embarrassed to take my jacket off. Um, and recognize that the people that are there, instead of looking at my outer appearance, looking at what are my expertise, what am I teaching you, or um, you know, what am I helping you through? So we see a lot of that. And in the insurance world and risk world, there is 5% Hispanic and Latinos. And there is less than 3% that actually make it to executive levels. Mm -hmm. So when people look at me and go, oh, that doesn't matter anymore. Tattoos, they're normal. Brown people, black people, they're normal. My question to them is when we take a look at the statistics, why are we less than 10%? Mm -hmm. Whether you're black, you're Asian, you're Latino, right? why are we less than 10%? So there is that vision. And I tell people, if we walked around and everybody was blind, we wouldn't have this issue. Mm-hmm. Right. If you agree with that, give her some thumbs, give her some hearts for that. Yes. Oh, yes. Susan, so many cannot yes. see the depth. I agree with you. Um, I like to tell a story when I come in to do a lot of DE&I discussions you know, across the U.S. is I walk them through a day and I mention, you know, they're they're going to a conference, you call an Uber and, you know, all, all of these things throughout the day. And then I ask them, what did that Uber driver look like? Was that flight uh, pilot, was that pilot a middle-aged black woman? 
you know, mm-hmm. and then people go, oh my God, that's not what I pictured. And that's really the story of what we expect to see of people. And mm-hmm. when we don't see that, how easily we can create a bias mm-hmm. or a distance with them. And so for me, I tell people we all have it, right? We we grew up, we have experiences, and that creates what our thought process is. But it's mm-hmm. not until we recognize that and not shame ourselves, not blame ourselves, not beat ourselves up, but go, you know what? Something in my past brings this to me. So every time I think this thought, I got to go, well, hold up, Angel. That's not true, right? And mm-hmm. then you create friendships and you create better relationships with people that way so that the more friends of color you have, the more um, organizations that you get involved with, the more travel Mm -hmm. that you do and you see how other people live and cultures and music and food, Mm -hmm. the more we can appreciate people and start to recognize that it's not on the exterior. That's just, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That's just kind of like clothing, what we're looking at is really what is in our mind, what is in our heart, and what is our intent? Mm, I love that. Yeah. Oh, so the yeah, the things that make that make somebody up, right? It's really getting mm-hmm. to the soul of the person. Oh, my goodness. I love that. And you know, <clears throat> excuse me, caramba. When I think about, like, when I was finishing my residency, in my clinicals, you know, I was going to these big board meetings at these huge hospitals. And I never once walked into a room where I saw anybody that looked like me, anybody that was Spanish, anybody that was black, anybody that was Asian, even a woman, let's go even there, even a woman. And it was just, it was horrible. And it was sometimes like the way I was treated was, you know, not that I was like finishing my doctorate. It was like, oh, well, who is that? Or they don't even look at you. They don't even talk to you. Like, it's so incredible. And I'm very much like a friendly, outgoing person. And it's like, me too. (laughs) You know, to get that, it's like, was like, wow. And it was very different for me. And that's why when I look at like, even my degree that I received, like I'm less than 1% of the 1% of the people that get the degree that I got. And it's a shame. It's so sad. And that's why I love making videos and being online and connecting with people and sharing my story, because that way I feel like I can have other people look to me for, you know, inspiration, look to me for advice, look to me for mentorship. Like you're not the only, you know, what does it say? say? The crown don't come for free. (laughs) And so I created this with my beauty and beast in business. It's, It's online. It's on my website, but Um, I talk about that because I say we are all cleans. We have to be like Mm -hmm. we reign. We have to be our main character. We have Mm -hmm. to reign over our lives, our Mm -hmm. careers. And so, you know, but the thing is, the crown that we wear, it doesn't come from for free. We Mm -hmm. pay for it. We pay for it with sweat. We pay for it with time. We pay for it with blood. And, you know, Mm -hmm. that really is an understanding. And I have to actually do a shout out to a a lot of male allies that I have because when I started a beauty and beast in business and it was really focused and we do focus Mm -hmm. on the safety and we focus on the growth for uh, women. What was happening was I had some amazing men out there that were coming up and they were like, Hey, Angel, you know what? My wife is in the industry or my girls are in school Mm -hmm. and you're fighting to open doors that they're going to benefit from. Like we want to sponsor or we want to speak or we want to, you know, we want to be part of however Mm -hmm. 
you want us to be part of that. And so that's the reason why in the insurance industry, how I have the co-ed, because, you know, we are one, I, I tell women, we are 51% of the working group. Mm. Okay. 51%. Um, yet, you can see us all over the place. People are like, women work all over mm -hmm. until you hit a director executive level and above. That's mm -hmm. where it quickly drops to 10, five, 3%. Okay. Right. And then if you're a woman of color, it's even more. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I love welcoming our allies. I mm -hmm. love welcoming those people out there. I don't care what color they are. I don't care what gender that they are or that, mm -hmm. you know, whoever they are. If you come, what I call same hearted, mm -hmm. I don't want, you know, like minded because that just means that there's everybody's thinking the same damn way. If you come like minded, where is the diversity? If everybody's thinking the same way, right. I want you to come like hearted and like hearted means that you come honest, you come with kindness and an intent to be a positive impact, period. Mm -hmm. Now, if mm -hmm. you could do that, my arms are open, our doors are open, mm -hmm. and we fill events, 100, 200, 250 people, men and women. Those are the people that I'm thankful for because they see that there is a need to come together and share information and mm -hmm. support one another and empower one another, right? And not the vice versa, which is control or belittle or judge. And, you know, I, right now I'm having a hard time because I was so excited this year. I really, really was trying to put together a event in Puerto Rico. Ooh. And the goal was let's honor some Latinos in business and mm -hmm. how they impact finance and risk and business and um, have some, you know, amazing speakers getting the financial support for sponsorship. I'm like, what happened to DEI guys? You guys have DEI dollars. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you not coming out to help this, right? Um, mm -hmm. Getting people to attend, they're like, you know, well, I don't know. And, you know, the other thing someone told me is, Angel, you know, you're very open. So when we like your posts or when we comment on your posts, our whole network knows and we're kind of not sure. And I'm like, when are we going to come together and go, you know what? We are just supporting one another because we believe in one another. Mm -hmm. So I'm a little sad about that because I'm not exactly sure if it's going to be able to come to fruition. Mm -hmm. And for me, I, I even had people, and this is the other thing I had people say, Angel, Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. why are you going, you know, out of the country? And I'm like, out of the country, Puerto Rico is part of the U.S., <laughs> right? Or yeah. why are, like, what is the... um somebody asked me what is the monetary exchange i'm like dollar for dollar it's us i'm like guys it's oh, less no. than three hours from new york or florida mm -hmm. right so yes. i think and and my thing is so my 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 grandfather was from puerto rico mm -hmm. and um so i thought you know what i want to do something there especially with all of um you know the hurricanes that have been hit how do we how do we go there and we help our brothers and sisters, our brown brothers mm -hmm. and sisters in the U.S., in a U.S. paradise? We're talking about beach, sun, 
tropical, mm -hmm. you know, like this is amazing. Um, but I'm having a really hard time actually, you know, gathering in the professionals that say, yes, let's have a summit. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Let's, you know, so yeah. we'll see if that's how that's well, going to turn out. Well, we'll see. We'll never know who will listen to this and who will see it. So if you're watching this and you can help her out, help her out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. <clears throat> I got them, but my voice is leaving me. Holy moly. Yeah, if anybody's watching this and or you know somebody who's connected to somebody, definitely send them her way so that way she can get this up off the ground. Because yeah, no, Puerto Rico is not another country. It's the US. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you just kind of touched on it and because I was gonna wrap it up with what projects you have coming up, but it seems like that's kind of one that you're really wanting to get up and going. Is there anything else or anything in your business that you're really excited about for 2023 coming up? Yeah, we have an amazing two-day um, event that is coming up in August. We'll be in mm -hmm. Southern Cal and Carlsbad. So we're expecting probably 300 professionals there, which is amazing. Um, we are doing our quarterly Latinx Leaders event in uh, California where we're getting together and um, anywhere from 20 to 50. And we're getting together and we're talking about different latin cultures and what does that mean and what does it mean to be a latino who doesn't speak spanish versus a latino who does and we talk about colorism and we talk about all of that um, and then also our virtual women's calls um those are national they're free um we're having them on a monthly basis the second friday of every month and every businesswoman is welcome because that is again our safe space um, mm -hmm. to talk about we share resumes we share open mm -hmm. jobs we um, have some fun we share wins small and and large and then we end with a raffle so somebody wins something that I get to send off which is either you know a piece of jewelry or an amazing empowerment book or whatever mm -hmm. just something to let them know that they're loved. Oh, I love that. Yes, I love that. Yeah, girl, you better give me them links to that so I can <laughs> go to that. Susan, thank you so much for, you know, being here with us. We appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, Susan, thank you so much. Yeah, I love her. She She's awesome, too. Put a couple of her posts up there. Yeah. So, and I think you already touched on where we can find you. And LinkedIn is kind of the place to find you. So if you're watching this or listening, definitely head over to LinkedIn. I put her... Um, her link to connect with you. I put it in the description. So it is there. So you can find it in the description or if not, just send either, you know, you'll find us type us in searches. <laughs> Everybody knows how to use Google. You find us. <laughs> All right, Angel. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you being here today and sharing a little bit about you. And definitely we'll have to do like a part two, a follow-up after you have some of your events and, and other things to catch up and see how things are going. But thank you so much. I really appreciate it, mama. All right, Miha, thank you so much and love you and have a Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas, Mama. And I think that's actually going to end our show. I'm good with this. I feel complete. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, like I always say, for a balanced life, just as spice, we'll catch you for the next show. Bye-bye. Oh, my little guy.